an undisclosed location high in the Hollywood Hills. It's time once again for the long shot. Tonight, wrought iron, mental breaks, nakedly sweet, and very special guest Sam Barella. And now, please welcome the host of the long shot, Sean Conroy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Are we recording? Good morning, good afternoon, <laughs> good evening, good night. This is The Long Shot. It is a podcast. I am your host. My name is Sean Conroy. With me on the show today, as always, the cheerful bumpkin, Jamie Flam is here. <laughs> ah, I'll take it. Uh, and I wanted it. To all of us that you. listen right now, we have a good time. Listen to The Long Shot. And the wrought iron manufacturer, Joe Wagner, is here. Thank you. Now, I don't understand that reference. I don't either. But wrought iron can be beautiful and powerful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I mean, uh, would... you think rot, R-O-T, but it's W-R-O-U-G-H-T. Is wrought iron mostly what you would see, for example, at a kind of a, a gate, like a Wayne Manor? Like, isn't that where sure. wrought iron is yeah, mostly yeah. used? Right. Well, if it's beautiful and powerful, then I'll take it. You are beautiful and I'm you are powerful. powerful. Thank you. Sean. Yes. You are beautiful and powerful. <laughs> uh, Everyone here is a good person. If you're listening to this podcast, you are B-A-P. I do think people who listen to this podcast are generally speaking good people. I do too. I do <laughs> Don't too. you think? Yeah. And you know, a uh, good uh, moment to mention, loving, we're all loving the listening to the podcast photos that are, oh, yeah, yeah, yes. that are coming out more and more. Even though it seemed like a bad idea at the time. Our, everyone's in different places. I mean, you got some people at home. There was one guy who looked like he was, I don't know if he works at a storage space place. He was like by a garage. He was like at the garage. <laughs> there was, what was another one? Oh, well, there's our, there is there's a our firefighter th friend, th th Logan yes. Swanson. There's a certain similarity to though to all those pictures. Like when somebody <laughs> takes a picture of themselves listening to something. <laughs> what is that similarity? It just all seems the same to me. Right. Well, they all do have kind of a glazed over. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's going to be okay. Frank, They're not as sad as I would expect them to be. No, well, I mean, but it's like Frank Pulaski. He's listening and he's in the beauty of Hawaii. Oh like I gosh. was just seeing that vista behind him. Beautiful. Yeah. To think that our voices are in someone's head in That's that pastoral funny. beauty. There's Interrupting somebody's beautiful <laughs> vision of Hawaii. We were watching during a triple rainbow. Oh, my God. Triple rainbow with oh dog shoes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Triple rainbow with dog shoes. Good title. What a nightmare. Uh, all right. So this is a part of the show that we call checking in. Let's find out what's going on with Jamie. All right, guys. Um, the most exciting thing I think to talk about is that I'm having a full on mental break. Oh, wait a second. Which I think has been years leading up to this, but things are really starting to boom. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yet. I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, no. exactly. What I don't know if saying? we have enough context to know whether this is, if I'm, is break a good thing or bad thing? I think that remains to be determined. I think it's overall good. I feel like I'm coming out of my shell uh, and uh, just doing what I want. 
Everyone imagines Jamie as one of the, like in the dinosaur, like in Jurassic Park, when you see the little baby dinosaur <laughs> pecking out. Just now imagine Jamie's face coming out of the shell. I feel like my life, <laughs> this being more fully expressed thing is happening um, right. for better and for worse. And I think it culminated about a week and a half ago where, you know, my, my vision for the club that I work at and creatively and all the things I want to do on stage and off, it's, uh, um, it's all coming to a head. Right. I think good things are happening. And I'm also talking about it more on this podcast. I'm talking more on my other podcast, which Gatekeeper, is everybody. raising the stakes of it all. Right. Gatekeeper available on iTunes. It is seven episodes deep. Please rate and subscribe. Please. I need it. Uh, Leave comments. Donate. You are the gatekeeper to gatekeeper's success. That's a good point. Yeah. I would appreciate that. But But wait, you said you started to say it culminated a week and a half ago. Where. And so the stakes are raised and I feel like there's a microscope on, you know, I'm preaching all this. stuff. Sure. Sure. Stakes are up. Microscope. Whatever. When did it culminate? <laughs> okay, last week. Oh boy, oh boy. It was uh, a Wednesday night. I had a Van Jam show, and the Van Jam show that I host with Vanessa as now exclusively as the Spanglers, and it's getting fucking insane. What was it before? Just Jamie Flam and Vanessa Ragland. Right, and now you're make yeah. Now you're. We just the- realized, and we have fun with that too. But I just need to let loose and be this stupid character. And the Spangler excited. character allows you to do that. Yes. Cool. And we're taking might be my least favorite thing ever. (laughs) Now that's just personal comic taste. Sure. And preference. Sure. Here's the thing. And this actually that this one, this night that I'm going to tell you about, there was, we can talk about that too. Uh huh. On paper or at, at first glance, the Spanglers, I get it. You're like, this is a one dimensional. Yeah. They're kind of a dumb Southern couple that does comedy. Right. And, Fair enough. Right. But we know those characters so well now. And, you know, you saw us years ago. They're so multi-layered and multi-dimensional and insane. And we've created this universe around them that we're in the last show last week. Uh, there was a point in the show where organically we were uh, had everyone in the middle of the room breaking the membrane between the devil's world and our own. Sounds very organic. This is amazing. Yeah. Just crazy shit. I, I'm totally unleashed on stage. This is not an I, actual occult ceremony. <laughs> it was. Wow. You made it. Weird shit. Yeah. We're getting weirder and fucking weirder and I love it and I, I just right. don't care anymore. And I'm at this point where, yeah, love it or hate it. I just, I'm, it's my true happy place doing that show, doing that character. That's cool. And you like, you can creatively, you, especially when you do a character, it reaches that level when you can surrender to it. Like you don't really have to think about doing the character. The show starts and you're, what's the name of the Spangler yeah. dude? Jamie Spanglers. You're Jamie Spang- yeah. Spanglers? Yes. Jamie Spanglers. And Sean, <laughs> the character. So that's a funny name though to say. Jamie sure, Spanglers. Sure. And yeah. the reason that why. Is hilarious. You know, a judge all, all you want. It. It's, yeah. People like it. People and some like people it. don't. And that's fine. Right. But creatively, and I look back and I've, I've been trying to grow as a, as a comedian and as an artist my entire career, obviously. Right. I've taken that much more earnestly in the last couple of years. And part of it is getting um, feedback from people that I, re- I respect. Right. And, and taking that to heart. And I'm at a point Not now, taking my feedback to heart because my feedback is don't do that character anymore. Well, you have to be selective about feedback. Right. You do. And there's positive you have to and pick negative. the people that you listen to. Oh, and that are enjoying it. 
Absolutely. And but I also don't think you can gauge from one show four or five years ago. Right, right, right. Which <laughs> I was happy with that show. Right. And it's okay. Sean does not like it. I right. was not happy. Right. We talked about it. There, you like parts of it. But it's a duo. But we don't have to talk about it. Here's that. the thing. It's a duo act. And you guys, like, I think that's also a big part of it, that you, with your good friend, Vanessa, get to have that fun together. The same and way we have fun on the podcast absolutely. together. And also, these characters more than ever, they... they What's so funny about them to Vanessa and myself, it really is us. Right. And it's me being able to talk about my self-conscious issues and all with my neuroses. With a Southern with a, lilt. Yeah. And go to weird places. And our relationship mirrors our own relationship in real life. And it's just, that's why it's so fun. And like things right. that come out are oftentimes, it's really me getting to, uh, you know, get the stuff off my chest that's been building up all week and be on stage. And just that's great. There's weird moments. There's awkward moments, just mm -hmm. like real life. Anyway. The show happens. It was great. There's a bunch of people hanging out in the lab afterwards. I've been working so hard oh to curate. Boy. The after I know where this is going. The after jam? The after jam is over. It's like okay. 1130. This is after after jam. Yeah. And oh so, but the, the music and the lighting, I'm, I'm so perfect. And someone came in uh -huh. and the fluorescent lights go up. Ooh. And you mean the house lights? Not four or five days the earlier. House lights. The house lights. Yes. Okay. Which to me, that's just all right. Uh, right, that's any like and all end. illusion of you escaping from your life is over. There's fluorescent house lights up. Get out. That's a beautiful way to put it. I, I we it. had a meeting with our all of our tech staff a week before, saying this. One of my biggest things is that can't happen. Right. Obviously, if there's two people left, or if it's two comics and it's twelve thirty, sure, that's a different thing. Their family, right? But there's still like ten or fifteen people. Two comics at twelve thirty is different from fifty people at eleven thirty. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was still fifteen people, anyway. Or fifteen, and the house lights came on, and I just hello flipped. Oh no! Somebody came in. I'm sorry. Somebody came in. It's someone that worked here, and um, okay, someone that I love, and that's a does a great job. And they flipped the lights on, and it was like they had they wanted to close out for the night, and right, you know, there's paperwork that needs to be done, and the lights went on, and just I got so wound up, and I, at first I became passive aggressive, and I just like, ah, I guess we all have to get out of here. I guess we all have to get out of here. Kind of just became dicky, and then right. paced the room for two minutes, um, just kind of like a psychopath. So like, what am I going to do? This is like. A, because I'm not just speaking up right away. I'm trying to get better about just, if I feel something, I say it, right. get it out there. And uh, then I just go over. You're and, changing as a person. Yeah. I'm mm. like uh, in the uh, cocoon. Right. <laughs> and then I just went over, flipped the lights off. We got into a little bit of a shouting match. I was like. You did with the person who turned them yeah. on? Yeah. He was like, I, or it doesn't matter. It's a human. Or it could it was be. A <laughs> you don't like that. Are great, what I bathroom think, uh, would they be allowed to use in North Carolina? I don't know how the, uh, <laughs> topical. Yeah. So you got angry at a let it out. No, without you're, belting a person, a person, a person. I mean, sometimes you got to belt them. You know. Ay, ay, ay. There's a contextual <laughs> thing that's happening right now, Jamie. I want to know what the first <laughs> thing you what what did you? So you said you got passive aggressive and then walked around two times. Then you went and you turned the lights down yeah and, and then, what did you say to the person did you initiate yes um, i ought to belt you you all right <laughs> get, back, Sean, I, get back in the improv kitchen <laughs> i don't like this i'm gonna new slap thing you around you creating new terrible journeys yeah, right uh i was just very upfront i was like and i, I become fucking costanza ish right I, I will describe jamie just 
he kind of shook in his I chair do this. Like, and he's waving his index finger. I'm like, like, uh, like he's I have stuff to, to do. I have to wrap up the show. Like all these people, I was like, there's 15 people in this room. Things are still happening. I'm not fucking working as the show is not over. As far Whoa. as you're concerned, the experience is not over. And you're but the that's one, the show. No, the show is over. People are just hanging out, but just the experience of hanging out in a club. And you, you feel like it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you feel like basically you should be the one who decides when the yes. when the night is over, yeah, it's absolutely. you. You book the place. You run the place. I don't run the place, and that's. I mean, I, ah, control issues is my biggest thing. I, right. I more control issues than ever. Um, but that's such a simple thing, and we've since worked it out. But I, I was just like, I'm fucking working so much right now right. just to create this and in that flip, and like, where would you normally be doing this? In all. Um, for all intents and purposes, this should be happy. There should be a show happening right now because right. we're going to be going all night. Like, where right. do you do this every other night that you had to do it right now while there's people in this room? And then I just, I was just so livid. What did this person say to that? We just got in a little shouting match, and um, oh. and then you know, next night we pop or or backed down <laughs> or or it. It was very simple, but in that moment, I did overreact because there were other. The other thing was like there were other employees. It wasn't a robot, I should say. Can't be in it. You never know. But since then, this last week, I've just been like, and I've talked about, it, I think on the last episode too, it's like, I'm, I, I know what I love doing and like answering emails and just dealing with all these fucking, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare, mm. but so many great things are happening here. And just my, my patience and, and tolerance for anything that is not just trying to make this the best place ever is, is nil. And I think, and also I, the drinking, I haven't, I've been drinking one drink a week for the most part, Saturday night, I have one drink, which is great, but I don't know. And then the Adderall. Whoa, 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 whoa. And the Adderall. Whoa, 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 Wait, wait, how, when did that get introduced? I've been, I've been back on it for like three, four months. Okay. Not abusing Not prescription, it. your choice. No, it's prescribed. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. And, and what is the particular, for those who don't know, I mean, I, I only have heard about it in the context of like, hey, you need to clean your place in five hours, get some Adderall. But is it, is it just an upper basically, or what, what, what does it do? A stimulant? Those commercials are so deceiving. The, this is not, <laughs> this is word of mouth. <laughs> um, what is it? What is the effect? Why do you take it? It just creates a calm, a calm. Oh, calm. I thought it was more energy well if you have upper. adhd it, it's it jamie feels like he's all over the place so it's focused when it's he takes focus. adderall he's focused okay, i can yes. sit down okay. and I get it. for five hours zone into my computer and just get right, three and notes. get shit done okay it seems to be fading like the effects the last few days have been like i'm just as scattered but then i'm wondering if this aggro side because the last two three four weeks like you've been more aggro than usual and just i sit in the fucking showroom i told you and it's like the it's like this pulsating. You get pissed. Angry. I'm yeah. yelling more. I'm, I'm, I'm like, that, I'm trying dude. to catch myself. You're not things. an angry guy. No. No, but I have been. I've always had this side, right. but it's just it's rearing itself a lot more. And I don't know if it's part of it is good. Like I'm, I'm expressing myself more, but also like I'm so high strung, like very, very stressed and tense. I hope always. Logan Swanson is listening to this right now. In the midst of fighting he's a wildfire wild somewhere, <laughs> so and he's like, "This asshole has Logan, nothing to worry about." Please save this one for them in the middle of a fire. Thank yeah. you. No, so two nights ago, that, and that's a good point. I'm trying to now do the self talk where I'm like, 
won't get into the whole story, but I have to, I have to deal with some really get into the whole story. What, what's the story? I have to deal with some of these really out there. We have there heard about some of these people, right? And people just, who are, don't get it and are way overwhelming. And a lot of times it's people that Difficult. either promote shows here. Right. Um, Egos. But some of them are like at a level where it's, yeah, it's a comedy club and there's going to be all sorts of personalities. These are like way over the top. Okay. And my phone is blowing up more than ever. And like, they just don't understand how blowing to blowing up. Not Shit. good. Blowing up. And, uh, so, uh, but, 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 but I forgot. Well, you're at this point. <laughs> That's the Adderall too. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I really think like my memory is like, no. Yeah, it's like you think the Adderall affects your memory as well. I was looking that up the other day. Well, which you're drinking less. What you said, yeah, which I think is uh, that's of of uh, of interest because with the anger, because I think when you when you can drink more, when you do drink more, um, you let go. You probably let go of some of that anger, even unconsciously. Mm-hmm. And so, if you're more in your sober mind. Um, in a way, I think it might make you more prone to like to getting to an, yeah. getting to an angry place. Cause you're, yeah, you're in general, you're feeling more, you're not dulling it with booze. You're feeling more. And if it's directing it to the anger stuff, I think you need, so you're t- saying drinking is good. No, I'm saying <laughs> I'm, what I'm saying now is that something <laughs> has to replace the drinking. I think there's an you still need an outlet for this energy. So there's, there's pot smoking too, but, but we're gonna have to talk about that. Uh, what about like, uh, did we ever mention like, do you ever think of like boxing or something physical that would really get tai that Bo? energy out? Tai Bo. Do you is know Tai Bo? Do you know what that is? I remember it from the nineties. <laughs> Billy Blanks, baby. You know what? <laughs> Billy <laughs> Blanks. <laughs> this is only kids in the nineties. I, I remember. That was Amber, by the way. Um, I remember, yes. I remember what I was going to say. Here. So dealing with these crazy people and to the point where, are you smoking a lot of weed now? I, I, I found, weed. I found this strain uh-huh. where I can be social, where I can be, um, in public where creatively I feel inspired and I'm, I'm not in Par- my head paranoid or stuff. I'm just, I, I can walk around and you feel okay. I feel, yes. Uh, and you're smoking that. But what I was going to say is I'm, I'm not. Do you to, have some on you right now? I didn't bring it. Huh. Will this be it? the first? I would smoke it. Oh, we should do that on an episode. Soon. Not before the episode. But well, someone else that's right here that's coming on later. I would have. do it. No, I was going to say during the episode. We should do it during the episode. That could I would want to do that. <laughs> so well, this is my last thought is, um, but what I've been trying to do. And so like, I'm, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> well, I figure I'm planning on killing. This someone. is my last thought. I'm either suicidal or I'm going to murder someone. <laughs> Or both. And not sure which order, to be honest. Right, right. But I think the weed is going to <laughs> But I'm being social about it. And just because our, our fans, our, our listeners, they, they, care. All, they do care and they worry. And We like, love you guys. I don't, I'm like, I'm, I'm being dramatic. And, you know, I think I'm I honestly, it's this shift that's been slowly happening and now it's kind of more accelerated. And I think I'm going to be fine. Uh, but I'm trying to do this perspective. Like on, on Thursday, I'm just dealing with this, this one promoter that just is absolutely out of their mind and just driving me crazy. Right. And out of her mind, it's a woman, his, Oh, his mind. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I have no issues. I know with how women gender are. equality. So you will, you no. will not strike this guy. No, but I, I find myself going down these rabbit holes of like, just like, 
I get this email and now for the next 15 minutes, I'm like railing off, like right. fuck this person. Right. Like if you saw this, like, and we, uh, split cider and Nathan Rabin put out that great article yes. about that episode. Thank you, Nathan. Yes. That was great, Nathan. And what's ironic what a, is what a kind thing. Yeah. Well, out of super, nowhere. He's a super fan. He's, a, he's an original OG low show po fan. That was, that was so cool to see. Thank you. Yeah. Nathan. But also it's weird because, and he loves writing shit like that. Well, like going back. Yes. But I was going to say he is a guy who is a pop culture critic, basically. I mean, he, Correct. he Pro- is profession- inundated professionally. All the time, so yes, with stuff. So right. the fact that he would, he picks us, pay attention to us is sweet. Super kind. Yeah. I love sweet. it. Um, we love you, Nathan. But the irony of it was like, you know, he's like, and Jamie Flan and was Dex. like, I, the, the he most, was, he spoke very kindly about you. Totally. But he was saying, um, he, like, like the most, uh, what were the words? Uh, Sweet, I believe, was one of the words. <laughs> Maybe down to earth and, uh, or just least jaded. Yeah, I thought it was nonsense. I thought it was bullshit. And, but that is the what I project. I like to project you. that. But the irony is like, it's like, if you saw me, if, if, if there was an audio files or video files of some of my little rants and uh, rages, like people would be like, maybe that's the, the opposite description of me. Uh, and so, but I've been trying when those, when I have those moments where like I, it starts with an email and then 15 minutes later, everyone in the office here's becomes like a, a shitting on everyone fest. What's happening right now? Something is going on. Yes. I wanted, we had, and Joe is being distracted by something. What's happening, Joe? No, we had, I had Andrew, um, pull up the Nathan. Okay. Because Nathan's a good writer. Why can't Very good. Will you, I'm asking our guest to help me scroll down so I can find it. This is not good podcast. There's that really good picture of me. (laughs) This is not good podcast. All right, no, here it is. Here not, it is. It's really not. No, no, no. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. They wait. They wait for us. Where is it? Okay. You're reading now Flam from the article. <laughs> Flam wouldn't really cut. Oh shit! You're no, reading I... silently to yourself uh, okay, while we're okay. on. Well, what are, you guys can say something. Um, it's very distracting to see you make such a big fuss about finding this thing. Okay, so what happened? Okay, Jamie? okay, Con- <laughs> Do we, I could read about the guys, your, your breaking bad relationship. That was read the part of that too. Cause that's funny. Okay. 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 Conroy's eternal irritation with flams character work. Basic, Wait, this is like not the basic, <laughs> nice part about me. <laughs> Let's start with this. Let's start with this. Basically as long as you read the other part. Too, basically Jesus. all of flams characters sound the same not and they cool. all seem like they could have <laughs> rebuttal not yeah, true yeah. and they all seem no, like they he, could have he been this and they all seem like they could have been the product of the imagination of a middle school class clown with add true he listens to the podcast you know. <laughs> has long been a running gag on the podcast conroy and flam have a dynamic that at times recalls that of walter white and jesse pinkman during the early days of breaking bad before white evolved into a supervillain of lex Luthor level proportions with conroy as the eternally disappointed stern and irritated father figure and flam is the eternal disappointing eternally disappointing protege and which you know uh did, did, <laughs> please read the fucking first part i got, I got it right here it's um yeah uh, read it thank you andrew where did you go? Flam is perhaps the least cynical person in all of podcasting and outside of it as well and then um Flem has the courage to be nakedly sweet and earnest and sincere in his life's goal to spread quote enchantment 
both as a performer and a conceptual mastermind. Okay, conceptual mastermind really hit me when I read it. Me too. That's great. And nakedly sweet <laughs> gets us all imagining you. Yeah, we, yeah, we start with uh, Jamie's Naked. like that. Nakedly sweet. That means that when someone approaches you and they are nude, they are that they're most vulnerable. So and and you're still sweet and you're being sweet. Yeah, that's what he's saying. No, and I appreciate it, but and that's what I'm saying is like if, if you. I saw am me. disappointed. <laughs> right on cue. Sternly. Yeah. So that is all to say, I've been trying to, when I go down these rabbit holes of insanity, like say out loud, what is exactly happening, mm-hmm. which is like, all right. Um, and, and then say it in that voice, like right now I'm fucking super pissed because, and I'm very cranky about it because this promoter, he's mad at me and he's right. not getting what he wants from me. So I'm letting it take me down for the next 15 minutes. Cause I'm a big fucking baby. And when I say it like that, I'm like, okay, oh. why am I, I, that's what I am literally doing right now. Right. I'm making it about me and I'm going down this negative place when I need to be focusing on all the great things that are happening around me and that I'm lucky and blessed. And I mean, I, right. but just giving that perspective of like, Oh my God, this is the negative place I'm in. And I'm pouting like a child. Right. And you, you and I'm say, letting this, you tell yourself like, that's stupid. And why am I letting this person that should have no power over me right. do this to me? Right. And it's really been helpful. And, uh, I'm still not fully there where I want to be, but right. that's I'm gonna checking in boys. That was a lot. That was very packed. I'm going to clap for that because I feel like Jamie did get a lot out and he needed to get it out. Joe, checking in. What's going on? Nothing. (laughs) No, I have so I you know what? I have so much. I'm happy to say that there have been times when I have to check in. And of course, uh, I'll be completely bereft of anything to say. Um, I I feel like nothing is going on in my life. I have nothing to say. Consequently, Uh, it's very depressing. However, today I am tumescent. I am swollen with checking ins because I feel like time has passed. It's been like three weeks, three weeks since our last two or three. And uh, I have stuff to talk about, so I'm going to build up to it. Um, let's start Take with coffee. Take your time. Go coffee. slow. Let's, Let us I'm up. speaking quickly. I'm starting with uh, Joe's Coffee, Coffee House Corner. Oh, yes. Um, it's been a, been a great uh, great times at the coffee house. I'm starting to become a regular. The, the, the nice girls behind the register are trying to guess my order, and I always switch it up on them, and ha, ha, ha. How many so, orders do you have? Uh, it's either tea, it's either coffee, maybe there's a cake thrown in there or some kind of um, sugar, sugar, a big baked sugar thing. But uh, I did see, I did see, where's the icon lady recently? Um, that's one of the things about living in downtown, certain patterns, you'll start to see the same people. They pop up again and you go, wow, they're real. Um, and this time, remember how I said that I thought that she was a very, of a very typical LA age and looked that. She would have been at like the Whiskey A Go Go or the Roxy during the hair metal days. Yeah. Well, when I I last yeah, saw I remember her, that when you talked about that. Well, we were t- we were saying that she, you know, I like to think that she was like b- blowing Motley Crue in the bathroom and shit like that. Um, I saw her at the Metro station this time, and her pink her hair was pinkish and it was in pigtails. And I, again, this is a woman I would say late fifties, early sixties with the pigtails and I saw the pigtails and I was like, I'm sure it's this one. She blew Molly crew and the, this is the one that held was, on to the pigtails. For you to help her Where's the me? icon. Yeah. Where's the icon. So I saw her again. So she's still it was out a big there. discussion, Jamie. It was a big, I didn't, the icon thing I forgot. 
We talked about it for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I remember. Like, and when was that? <laughs> the, that was in the past. A number of weeks That ago. was in the past. Yeah. yeah. Great. Um, and uh, then uh, I also... Start, I've started more creative projects and it's been pulling me out of, you know, this kind of stasis that you can fall into. One is that a friend of mine, uh, an old buddy of mine is a stand up. He wants to put together a half hour. So he was like, you know, I'd like to just get together and kind of talk through that. And I'd like your help putting together a half hour. That's been good purpose. Um, uh, I also started a new writing project, a new script that I'm developing. And I, I would say the premise, but I think it's so good that I'm protective of it. I think it's, you don't want us to steal it. Well, it's not that you would steal it. It's just that, and I, I'm sure it's out there in some form. In fact, I I went online. I have, I have, you've stolen. No, I have, but I have people I could tell it to. Well, I'm going to tell you immediately become successful in private. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it is, so good because it's not on TV right now. It's an idea that is not on TV right now. But if I said it, then you would go, Oh, of course that should be on TV. And it will chipmunks. Well, it? here's the thing. No, it's not three chipmunks. Okay. It is. Two, it's a duo. It's a duo thing. But anyway, cops, it's I, cops. Oh yeah. <laughs> Nobody's doing cops on TV. <laughs> oh, fucking name. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but, uh, they should not up. be a partnership. I looked it up. Okay. All right. Easy. They're easy, very different easy, from each other. Easy. Oh, yeah. One easy. guy's very happy-go-lucky. The other guy's not so much. You might even call it I'm a, gonna, a, I'm gonna a let Sean couple. think he's, he's an alien. <laughs> um, here's the thing. I did look it up. Because sometimes when you when you stumble on one of those ideas, I think, Sean, you know, like creatively, narratively, you're like, oh, nobody's doing this. The first thing you got to do is go online and see if anyone's doing it. Because, of course, if it's a good enough idea, somebody's fucking doing it already. Oh, somebody already does a show called Cops? I found it that they sold. I found online that they sold uh, two uh, two women showrunners. Or women. It's already, always about women. Hey, on come on. Um, they... Our Emmy Award winning from Modern Family, of course, the, with that pedigree, they sold this great, uh, I say great, but it's a good idea, but it's, uh, they sold a pilot that is the idea, but it's no, it's nothing like the tone that I have in mind um, or some of the dynamics. These but two cops don't get along. Anyway, anyway. Um, They're very different from so each other. I breathe a sigh of relief and uh, <laughs> continuing with this project, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm my checking is I'm excited about the potential of this new script of sitting down or I'm working with someone I've never worked with, but one of them likes before. having weekends off. The other one does not. I have a good tagline. This procedural has no procedures. <laughs> I feel like we're in the middle of a Spangler show right now. <laughs> Easy, brilliant, uh, subversive comedy. Yeah, um, you're nakedly sweet. God, I love I'm you. so disappointed. You're na- <laughs> We're just playing with these <laughs> stereotypes. Naked, nakedly, nakedly. Um, so nakedly I'm looking for. Sweet. I'm nakedly sweet. Um, it's almost like if you lick, like if you licked a, a, a naked Amber, Jamie. If you lick a naked Jamie, you're gonna go, mm, sweet, <laughs> sweet. Uh, so that's oh, uh, that's I'm my so disappointed. That's part of my checking in, and then my final checking in. Great news for all low show powers out there. Yeah, on Will Wagner work this week. Watch, 
I worked three days this week. Congratulations. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. It felt amazing. Um, I mean, it's like the last time you know, I, when I went in, you know, to for the read through of uh, Gentleman Lobsters, it was just a good day. Anytime I get to go in and you do what you're, you know, like you're supposed to do and you have that kind of purpose. It. I was thinking it's not even just the purpose. It's the responsibility. So a friend of mine called me uh, the last weekend. Woman or man? A man. Okay. Very old friend of mine. Who men are known, always on your side. Women, not so much. Well, they are on my side because of hashtag online male feminist. Anyway, right. so old buddy of mine who I've known for years, probably about maybe 16 years now. I met him on my second job, which was writing maybe. for. Yeah, maybe I've known him for around 16 years. Yeah, about 16 years. Six, 15, 16 maybe. years. Maybe. Maybe. Met him around the time of the new millennium. He and I. Century? Met millennium, and then a wow. month later, new millennium, nine eleven. Why are we talking about that oh, more? You are so nakedly sweet right now. I'm disappointed so, in myself on that one. This is an old friend and from. You know how I feel. I want to drop. I want to drop one of my credits. Blind date. So we were We met at the show Blind Date, and you worked on Blind Date, correct? Uh -huh. um, it's one of the few things I'm proud of, and because uh, people <laughs> enjoyed. I know. I know. You I know. It's all relative. Life, that people that's are, one of the things. But people proud enjoyed of. that show. People were the big little, fans uh, of that show. That will come out I of wrote. Mind. I wrote the thought bubbles. I wrote the lower thirds. You write the story for the episode. It was a lot of fun. It was a really, really you actually know, uh, fun show. Uh, Pato, Charlie Pato, no. Jeremy Pato. No, Judd uh, Pato. A Pato? That's not how it's pronounced. Um, so my friend Dave calls me up. He says, "Hey, I can. I think I can get you two week, two days at the end of this week, um, which became three. Uh, we need. We just need someone to help help us." Shoot this guy, this, this cop loves working on the weekend. Not about cops. Not about cops. So he's going to work on Saturday. It was a puppet show and I've never worked with puppets. And he said, it's a puppet thing. It's going to be, it's for that website. Machinima. Hey, oh, Kermit the frog here. Actually a puppet show that is like a very cop famous show because the fucking cops, are the fucking puppets of our fucking bureaucratic. Uh, oh, oh not the bureaucratic shit. Bureaucratic. You are so nakedly sweet right now. <laughs> um, that was not that was that was that was not uh, free of cynicism or whatever. The least cynical person in podcasting, by the oh, way. Oh, you're right. <laughs> or anywhere else. Or anywhere else. Um, so he <laughs> says, uh, I could bring you in. We just need someone to, you know, it's a quick shoot. It's a basically it's for a web series on a but on a insanely insanely successful and well known site, Machinima. That does a lot of stuff. He worked. My friend works there. He's working on all like multiple projects. He said, I can bring you in because we need somebody because one guy's not going to be there. Great. Then he said, then I got another text. Hey, I can bring you in for a, a third day, um, which was on Tuesday. I met with these two puppeteers and it was their idea and they had a script. So we just kind of talked it out and um, nice guys and it was cool. Worked out right. And then Thursday uh, they, they built the set and then Friday, yesterday we shot it. And so I was going to say, I think the great thing about working that when I have the chance to do it and I really appreciate it, is the responsibility. I think, Sean, you were starting to feel this a lot, like in the last couple of years, show running the shows where it's like, it's not just coming in and like, okay, I'll help make funny or whatever. It's that somebody entrusts you to actually get it done and they're giving you responsibility and I so rarely have responsibility I, I didn't feel that in my all. life. No. <laughs> no, but, you know, it's when it, you know, when basically they say to you, because my friend, he's been working on a lot of shit. And he was like, look, on Friday when we shoot this, I need you to, you know, feel free to step up. 
like, you're going to run the shoot. You'll direct it. You know? And I was like, he's like, I need, you know, that's what I need you to do. And I had, I felt so great just being like, I got this. Like you can yeah. confidently say, I got this. I've done it before. I know what my experience is. I know what my skill set is and I can accomplish it. And I will do it in the, in the best way for you to feel like this was a really good project. And at the end of the day, he pulled me aside and he's like, you, you fucking nailed it. Like that was great. And he had never seen me. So you're direct. saying your friend told you, you did a great job. <laughs> yeah, that's a positive thing. And I'm not always known for bringing up positive Amber. things on the show. That's yeah, negative. Thanks, sweet. Amber. Um, a lot of it is negative. A lot of it is, uh, will I ever, you know, stay in LA? Will I ever work again? I just again? feel like that's a very, you're doing a very Donald Trump thing. <laughs> you're saying, look, I, it's not me saying this. It's my friend, my friend who tells me I'm great. What I'm saying is I'm bringing it up in the context of not often working, not often getting professional validation. Mm-hmm. So after months and months of not nothing, having that moment with a peer where he turns to me, he's like, I needed you to do this. You did it. You did it in a great way. I'm You're not even saying work. I did a great job. You're saying people told you you did a great job. Right. Because I, I was just I was like, hey, I had a good time. But he wanted to because here's the thing. He's saying, like, look, at this place, Machinima, we make a lot of stuff. If this goes well. You know, and this is what I've been looking for as far. Uh, so you are going to vote for Trump. Ultimately, I am not voting for Trump. Anyway, the thing is, is that there's a shot there to get more work. So him specifically saying like, <laughs> you did really good. People noticed like the crew was. T- Here's a great thing. I was just this hang- is not you saying this. This is other this is not people. me saying this. But I will tell you that I was hanging out in the offices there after the shoot. People come up to you all the time. And I heard crew guys in the lounge, in the break room, talking about how funny that shoot was. They're like, hey, that was funny. These are the guys that see, you know, they can be the most jaded sometimes. They're crew guys. They see everything and they're like, most of his shit. They thought it was funny. So I I literally overheard comedy. What? Nakedly sweet. So jaded. (laughs) So that felt great. And I worked. And yes, somebody said I did a really good job. Other people told you. <laughs> and it looks, there's a little hope springing forth there. It, you know, that I hope, basically he said, if this show so will goes. will you get to go back? If this show goes, I would, he said, basically you run it. If the puppet show happens. I run it. So That's if amazing. it doesn't happen, I might still get other work right. with this place. So it's so. only positive. And I think you take very, for granted very that you're doing a good job. Yeah, well, you know, because you're it's doing just, a job that you love doing. Yeah, and I love when you love doing it. You don't really think about it. Um, and the pup, the, like I never worked with puppets before. And the, the, the two really nice guys. And there were a couple other. Were the puppets friendly there. to you? Puppets were very friendly. Great listeners. Um, very open to stuff. And do you feel like while you were doing it, somebody else was pulling the strings? <laughs> That like would be amazing. Now that would American be amazing. Government? You cut to me, and I'm just in full on marionette mode. Um, and then who do you, you pan up? And who's the reveal? <laughs> Jamie. I've been the puppet master all along. Jamie, and it's Jamie, just naked and sweet. Naked. He's just nakedly sweet. He's like, hey, uh, hey guys, I'm the mastermind. 
And then someone flips the fluorescence on. <laughs> and then the then world you go, explodes. And, you lose your, and he loses his mind. You lose your mind. Uh, all right. Well, this feels like a good place to take a break. So let's do that. And we will be back in a moment with a very special guest. Hey, everyone. This is Jamie Flam from the Long Shot Podcast with some exciting news. Uh, Sean... <laughs> Conroy, uh, one of the co-hosts of the show, he ate beans for lunch, and we know what that means. His gas is out of control. So if you want to donate money, we have a donate button on our website. Oh, there it goes again. Uh, you never know when it's going to sprout up. Speaking of sprouts, very gaseous. Uh, also, seasons one through three are now available on iTunes. Check it out. iTunes, it's, if you have a computer, probably on there, uh, do a search for the Longshot Podcast, and you can download the first three seasons of this podcast when things were... Oh, perfect timing. Uh, Especially out of control. We're back. You're listening to the Longshot. It is a podcast. Our guest today is an old friend of the show. At times... She has produced the show. Sam Barella is here. Hi. <laughs> Welcome, Sam. I don't think I produced it. I think I helped you guys produce it yourselves. I don't know <laughs> what goes on outside this room. So. What season or seasons were you involved? They all kind of blend together. Right I now. think it was season 10. What are you on now? 12? 11. 11. So 9 and 10, I think. Really? That recently? I think. No, I don't know. I don't know. Well, you helped but, book it. You helped uh, whenever Dan Harmon was on. If the list that was, seems like years ago, I think it was, it was years, ago. years ago. Yeah, but well, season ten was six hundred episodes. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See now, that's how close Sam is to the show. She can just come on the show and tell us that our seasons are weird. <laughs> but she also helped us launch and hold back season three. She helped with our last round of t-shirts. t-shirts. Well, if, let me I'll, let me give the listening audience a little primer on Sam. Sam is. An give amazing. Us a, give us a primer. Yes, a primer. <laughs> um, Sam is an amazing lover of live comedy and so many forms of comedy. And she produces shows and she books shows and she loves helping shows. And you are someone that I think a lot of low show po listeners would love to be, which is someone who got to be a fan of the show and then also be a part of it and help out with it and stuff. So you've helped out a lot with our t-shirts. t-shirts. How are we doing on t-shirts? T-shirt. I haven't heard anything about you guys wanting to do more T-shirts. We do want to do more. <laughs> this Why is a great op- This is a great opportunity, Sam. We would like to do more T-shirts. Okay, let's so, do more T-shirts. Low show powers, jump into the breach. Let's do sweatshirts for winter. Oh, oh yeah, that's maybe change it up. Marches. Amber has always wanted to do sweatshirts. She would be so excited. She d- she did really. And tis she the was season right now, as yeah. April is among us. This would be the time. Yes, April is among us. <laughs> I feel like that. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is April behind me <laughs> it's right among now? Us. April's among ja- us. That's, Jamie that's... is saying April is upon us, basically. <laughs> no, I meant among but us. But he said among us. <laughs> and, There's uh, the shirt right there. April yes, is among April us. April is among us. And it's just a weird blob. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you picture April? It's just a weird yeah. blob. Can you get right. this? <laughs> also, uh, that's, the new, that's the new calendar April. <laughs> Oh, cool. Yeah. April is among us. Yeah. Oh, by the way, speaking of calendar, did you guys read, I I believe it was Rebecca Thornhill's post about trying to explain the calendar to her (laughs) 
significant other. I don't no. know. Married, uh, it was, <laughs> she was the guy, her, her, her husband, boyfriend, I'm not sure. Um, he was, he was talking about calendar or something. And so she was like, Oh, Oh, let me tell you about the calendar. <laughs> and then she, he said basically that I think that he just there ended up staring about, at her. Yeah, like, there are things about this show that are about? unexplainable. If you're a fan and you, and you try to explain it, Correct. you're going to come off as a little <laughs> Crazy. unbalanced. Yeah. 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 You should put a calendar in this podcast studio. I got a couple extras. I will. <laughs> we should hang one up because it is perpetual, right? The calendar just goes it forever. It just goes right? on and on yeah. and on and on and on. Yeah. <laughs> like this podcast. Uh, so now. checking in, Sam, what's going on? Um, well, I have a lot going Sam on. Sam Varela, former producer of the show. <laughs> What's going on? Um, I recently became not homeless, which is great. <laughs> and you have returned from New York City. Yes. To Los Angeles. Not homeless means you now have a home. Yes. I have a place with a bed that is mine. That is an actual bed. How long were you homeless for? Um, well, it was intention. It was like self-chosen homelessness, but probably since like the holidays. Mm -hmm. I, I quit my job. So that's job. a couple months. Yeah, like three months or so. I, how how I, long were you in New York? How long did you end up being in New York? A year. I put in a the. Year. I right. put in the year. I feel like I I did it. It was just so expensive. Yeah. And tiring. Too much. Yeah, I feel like if you live in New York and like it, you have to like being tough. Mm. Like, because it's still gonna suck. Right. But you have to. I like, do like being tough. Yeah. <laughs> Tough guy. I miss I miss New York. You fucking tough guy. Oh, I'm so tough. <laughs> but what's the good thing? I'm about certainly not. If anything, I am not nakedly sweet. Well, let me ask you this. If there's something about LA that you like, what what would that be like? If you were just like walking down the street in LA, what's something that you'd I love the weather? Well, isn't or something about the people? Choice. Something about the people? Like if I hate the people. If you were walking in LA, right? you would never but nobody wants have to the fear of being assaulted, <laughs> outwitted. Oh, <laughs> you're using my own jokes against me. This is a great Sean Connery joke. At least in L.A., I know if I'm walking down the street, I will never be outwitted. 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 Yeah. <laughs> outwitted. I overpronounce it. Yes, it's a great word. Um, um, so, so you did the year. Yes. And it was fucking exhausting and draining and hard. Yeah. It was also great. Like with lots of great, great moments. Yeah. You were in New York for a year? Yeah. Yeah. For a whole I year. called you guys from New York. She, and she was producing fucking hella settled out shows. And what is your, what is your roster of shows or. Yeah. Let's do some plugging. I cut a lot of them down to now that I have this job. Spoiler alert. Um, but I still have a picture of this show and the Neil Hamburger show. And we do that in New York too. And some other New York stuff. Picture this is now also is franchised in New York. It's in New York and LA and San Francisco and maybe Denver and Portland. What is the New premise Orleans. of the show? It's a live animated comedy show. So comedians perform. I think you've done it. Sean's done it. I've done it. it a couple times. Yeah, our head animator was the it, Mike the Mayfield. Yeah, yeah, on uh, Mr. Pickles. Mr. Pickles. They were incredibly talented guy. Joe, I did you've it once. Done it. Yeah. Yes, Jamie. great time. I've asked you guys to do it. Spanglers. Yeah. Really? Yeah. We're but in. You guys. <laughs> All right. Done. Show he loves, tonight. That, he loves that character. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, comedians perform while animators draw live on a screen behind them. It's a really, really fun show. It's exciting. And we're trying to sell it as a show. So right. we're in the it was a disaster same. the last time I was there. <laughs> oh, you didn't immediately work well with someone that you didn't know? <laughs> <laughs> there were... 
Not only that, but there were technical problems. The last ah. one that you did, I was not really involved in you because weren't there. someone that shall not be named was involved. Ah, uh, so he's sitting right I, across. I know, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you're talking so, about Sauron. <laughs> yes, that's perfect. <laughs> From Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Wait, does it mean you like he you who shall you, not you, be named? You pan, you pan to the back of the club, and there's a giant floating, eye. just Basically. an eye. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> what's the guy's in name in uh, in uh, Harry Potter? Oh, um, I'm not falling for that. They, they, but they always call him the he who shall he not who be shall named. not be named. Yeah, that's yeah. the V. Voldemort. Voldemort. Oh, Voldemort. <laughs> Whoops. Say it three times. Yeah. Macbeth. <laughs> uh, no, it was, it was though. It was very funny, but it was a disaster. Right. Right. Last time I was there. That's um, not how my show is going. It's no. a really cool show because you have to see a stand up basically make themselves part of a comedy duo because they're working yeah. with an animator. Um, and they get to meet the animator before the show and they get to talk a little bit, but, uh, and then, you know, it's like melding of styles and, yeah, and it's timing. It's weird trying to sell it as a show because I think what we're finding out is the live show and whatever the TV show is going to be are very different. Right. Because if we did it for TV, we'll definitely, right now, the animators and comedians just kind of meet each other the night of and then do it. And it's all Are there first. cops on the TV show? <laughs> uh, not yet. I'm um, saying you might want to put two cops. I there. saw or mismatched. I saw the don't great go together. The great former co-host of the podcast, Eddie Pepitone, do a picture of this recently that was so fucking funny because <laughs> his animator was Mike Hollingsworth, who's a very very old friend, who's an amazing animator, who works on BoJack Horseman, and Mike was drawing the shit behind Eddie. This was in a theater, a movie theater in downtown at the Downtown Independence. So it's a giant screen that's dwarfing Eddie, <laughs> and Mike was drawing funny shit. Now here's the thing. Re- you realize the audience sees what the comic doesn't see. This is Eddie Pepitone, the former co-host of the show, who is highly touted in articles about the show. <laughs> exactly. Okay. The best part of the show that fucking left. Correct. <laughs> Correct. And the so what can happen at this picture of this show is that the animator will draw something on the screen behind the Only comic. reason people listen to this show is for Eddie Pepitone. <laughs> Still, well, I'm, I'm throwing this one out for those fans uh-huh. <laughs> um, that and it was killing with the audience. And then as soon as Eddie would turn around to see why the audience was laughing, Mike would make it pop off the screen. So the screen would go blank. So he was fucking with Eddie over and over again. And Eddie was losing it. <laughs> and uh, if you've ever heard Eddie Pepitone when he's angry, he's funnier. But so, he did uh, win him over, which I have you ever heard yeah. him when he's not angry? That's yeah, he's lesson. fucking boring. Yeah. It's like, Jesus, get out of here. Go away. He's the reason people listen to this show. He's <laughs> How disappointed are you if you're still listening? Like, when's Eddie coming back? He's gone. All right. So what else, Sam? What's going on? Um. Well, yeah. So I have a place now. I have a car now. Where are you living? I'm living in Hollywood. Right smack in the middle of Beautiful it. area. Beautiful <laughs> and area. And it's famous for, for um, the movies. Correct. <laughs> I mean, Pencil so many town. great films have been shot. Jamie, put your clothes back on, please. You're too sweet. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, it's been interesting. Now you you have a new sweet. job. I do have a new job. What Where is are you that working? job? I'm working at the world famous Hollywood. Oh, my oh, God. Who are you working for? Interest. I'm working for Jamie. Oh, shit. God damn it. 
Sorry, Amber. How do you sounds <laughs> horrible? Sorry, Amber. How do you feel about Jamie? Sorry, Amber. Amber did apply for that job. Yeah. I know, but I really wanted it. <laughs> well, it was more complicated than that. Yeah. <laughs> From my perspective, I just really wanted it. It's tough in Hollywood. What's um, it like to work for Jamie? Uh, a man who will strike a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, people. I have talked to him about hitting me. <laughs> That's his character. That's not him. That's just his character. Yeah. Very Jamie's never struck a woman. All right. Jesus. Uh, yeah, like what's it like? It's, like it's also not a joke. We should not be joking about correct, that. Correct, 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 correct. That is not a funny. No, 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 no. Abuse is not no, no, funny. No, 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 and that's exactly no, no, where you no, went. No, no, I'm no, disappointed. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can be disappointed too. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. In Joe, not in me. I didn't bring it up. <laughs> no, I think it was definitely you. No, it was not me. Go yeah. ahead, Sam. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Working with Jamie. Yes. No hitting. Um, I, feel like, I feel like we're good. Yin you brought it back together. up. Yes. <laughs> but I'm a woman, so I can do it. Well, what is your job? Uh, my job is you're, I'm a booking assistant, which means I'm Jamie's assistant, but I'm also a social media assistant. Um, Sounds absurd. <laughs> um, Go ahead. Yeah. I do social media within the confines or context of a corporately owned uh, comedy club. Right. But. Now, are you a person who gives people the finger so much that you end up damaging that finger and can't <laughs> uh, wave it around? Yeah. Anymore? No, this is a work-related injury. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Sam's middle finger is like, wrapped up. Yeah. I like Jamie going, That's pretty funny. <laughs> I have impeccable taste in comedy. Like it's I'm true. a fucking that's expert true. on it. You booked the fucking improv. Um, that is, that's pretty funny. <laughs> so Sam has a damaged middle finger right now. That's yes. why I brought that up. What happened there? Um, it during, looks like a paper cut of some sort. It, it, well, cause I've lessened the wrapping, but during my homelessness, I was staying at someone's house and using one of their knives, a knife <sighs> I was not familiar with. Oy. And, and different knives have different, methods you don't know when you pick up a knife what it's gonna I be didn't like know it was the finger knife yeah it's like a, a sword right like a samurai sword right. it is you can't just use anybody's sword no it, i did pick the sharpest gnarliest one right and uh, so you slice your own finger yeah like cutting what? what what were you cutting bread that someone had given me because uh, again, did, blood, did blood get on the bread yes and the place <gasps> did I you staying, eat it anyway no the, but the place i was staying had a cat that kept trying to eat it Oh, that would have been a cool viral video. <laughs> if I was cat screaming. eats blood bread. Cat <laughs> eats blood talk, bread. Talk cat about social bread. media experts. Yeah, you show a cat eating blood bread. That, oh. I did take a lift to the hospital. <laughs> that's oh, that's true. Cat eats blood bread is the funniest thing I've heard in my life. Ah, uh, shot! I'm winning. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Come up with come up with another funny thing. That is pretty funny. Uh, do you so? Do you actually? Do you specifically maintain the improv? Does the improv have a Twitter account? The improv has a Twitter account, and the improv has a Twitter. Follow account it, Low Show Powers. Hollywood Improv. I follow. I follow them on Twitter. I think, and they just send out pictures most of the time of. Oh wait, honestly, who's, who's going performing? Up? Yeah. So let's get into it. This is Jamie Flam, Booker no, of the Improv, if you, criticizing. One of his coworkers. <laughs> no, no, this is not critical. It's no. uh, our our social media presence. We've always been, uh, it's always been managed by a digital team 
that lives in our yes, corporate office. You mentioned this before. And yeah. so it, it's our social media presence has always been managed by a digital cor- team that correct. lives in our corporate office. Is that what I sounded like? Who the fuck are you? <laughs> it's business. Yeah. It's very algorithm based. And which is fine, but um, we've it's it's you know we're a very specific. It lacked the personal touch exactly. And so mm-hmm. if you've been following us and since Sam started about a month ago. It's worlds different. And you're actually, we're actually capturing what's happening at this club every night. That's what it is to me is like, what's going on right now at mm-hmm. the club. And That's also cool. personality, like when we're interacting with comics and, and our performers and, right. and that makes such a huge difference mm-hmm. and making it more personal and not just like, come to the show, come to the show, come to the show. Right. Um, this is the stuff that's happening on these. Days. It should be a no fun memes. account to follow. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, no more memes or like that just have nothing to do with anything. <laughs> right. Anyway. Um, so that's been exciting. And I think it's actually helping sell more tickets, get more people here. Right. But continue. Sam, do you, I mean, I know your boss is sitting in front of you, but do you enjoy that part? I mean, you're, you're pretty plugged in. And do you like media. that? He's so not cynical. <laughs> like he's the least cynical person well, in comedy, much thing. less outside of comedy. <laughs> what is your, I want to know for, and you can be totally blunt. There's a boss evaluation. <laughs> you get to tell Jamie. No, what is this? Is the- actually why I wanted to come. I told Jamie I wanted to come on because I understand the whirlwind now from his perspective. Oh, because you're in it with yeah. him now. Describe the whirlwind. <laughs> Describe the in whirlwind. a way that I maybe have never been able to. <laughs> um, well, I wait. Do- you not being able to describe something? <laughs> How is that possible? Um, well, yeah, I I enjoy. It's been really fun to work here. There's a lot of there's a lot of freedom, even though there's like still corporate uh, restrictions right. or whatever. But I feel like Jamie's done a lot of the heavy lifting as far as getting people to like not not bug him about stuff or let him have the say on stuff. Right. Um, Does that mean they are bugging you now? No, sometimes. I mean, does that mean a lot of people are saying how many more of these goddamn Spangler shows do we have to sit through? (laughs) No, I mean, I think everybody that's saying that then gets on stage and has a good time. (laughs) But right. um, Yeah. It just, there's a lot of every day here is different and there's not like I have, we have our things we have to do every day. Right. Um, but every day there's maybe like five or six new things that come up. And, and the thing I love about the improv and one of the reasons I really wanted to work at this Hollywood improv is the people that work here on the ground are all really nice and cool. Um, but they're all the people on the ground are very cool. The people who float around in the air are <laughs> yeah. very difficult the to on work the roof with. Are hard. Um, the red balloon is terrible. <laughs> the people under the stairs uh, need help. Save them. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of personalities. So there's a lot of. Right. It's not just stuff coming up, but just like, like uh, R.I.P. Gary Shandling. We were trying. I was trying all day to figure out what. Because I feel 66. like. 66. He was a young guy. So young. Yeah. I feel like he must have gone out swinging. He seems like. I don't know. If anybody, real quick, if anybody hasn't watched the comedians in cars getting coffee yet, by the time this comes out, you should watch that because it is insanely resonant now. Because they, he talks about mortality. Mm. Does he? With with Jerry Seinfeld. I, I mean, and he's, he says yeah, it, he makes a joke alive. about what he wants his funeral to be like. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's an, it's insane. The thing I posted on Facebook was his appearance on Freaks and Geeks. Oh right, that I watched that. It's a, it's great. It's that's so one of the best moments in great. TV it's history. So yeah. great. It's it so really great. is. It's like, oh, you're not alone. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But just that's that it. genuine laughing. Yeah. Um, that's oh, a beautiful yeah. 
kind of tribute to the guy. That scene, go, look it up. It's a scene in Freaks and Geeks. It's probably online. You'll find it online. It's on YouTube, yeah. With Bill. The, Bill. He's the name of the character. Yeah, Haverford. 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 Character. Okay. Go ahead, Sam. Uh, so you had to figure out kind of what to, that's interesting. You had to, how to respond was, how to handle to that. that on it, social media. Cause, yeah, because it didn't seem like anyone else on the team was thinking of that. Like, there's another, I'm not the only person that tweets for the Hollywood Improv. But okay. by the end of the day. No, there's people in the corporate office, yes, right? Like, but the corporate office had not yet put out anything. Right. And I thought it was important to do something. Correct. And that one of the managers here uh, was like, well, normally we'll put up a quote of somebody's on the little marquee. There's two marquees here, right. the little marquee. Right. So we found a quote, but then it was like a four hour ordeal. The, the door guys were amazing. They're the ones that got up on the ladder and did it. Right. But it was like a four hour ordeal of like finding Cause it's an old marquee finding the letters, making sure we had enough letters oh, for God's and then sake. <laughs> like making sure the letters weren't crooked because then they were like all clowny and they right. were like, no, it has to be professional. Like it was a whole, it was a whole thing. What was the quote? Um, if nice guys finish first, if you don't know that, then you don't know where the finish, the finish line, line is. is. It's right. still there downstairs. Right. Um, I think, but I think the point um, she's trying to make is it's just, you have a, a going a, through it. Yeah. Well, just, the, you know, there's a plan every day. Let's book great shows and, and make sure people come. And, and then something else Gary Shandling's death was not in the plan, but every day there's a Gary Shandling death. You have to make it. <laughs> About two weeks ago when Gary Shandling died, that is going in the low show <laughs> quote book. What a way, what a way to commemorate the man's passing every day. It's every day. Every day is Christmas every day. There's a Gary Shanley death. death. I'll stick by that. I like that. I think it's it's, uh, it's beautiful, dude. Every moment there there's 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 so many personalities. I get what you're saying, but I feel like you could have said it better. You know what? Sometimes I'm just gonna play the Jenny yeah. Flam card character card. Right. But everyone has such a defined character and it just comes at you from every direction. And yeah. All the personalities that pop in and just sitting and, and Sam talk like I, I sit next to a door and there's at any given time eight people in the tiny office and the ups guy walks in and nicole from the office next door and any one of our office workers and right. comics that are just like i was in the neighborhood and you're like yeah. that's great but right. i have work to do you see how constant everybody wants facetime with jamie and he's there and I'm well just, that's I'm, that's a thing that amber and i got a big chuckle out of at some point when we were sitting in the club with jamie i remember like, listening to those episodes he was the godfather that. right you know everybody <laughs> coming up and going godfather i'd like to kiss the ring it's more than ever and i, I mean and like sitting in that lab, just like I'm, just, I'm trying to watch a show, and it just nonsense. I mean, Sam's getting it too, and I told her when she started, I was like, "In your position, and it's going to get worse and worse." Sam is, you're going to be seen as uh, this gatekeeper to spots too. But I told you, it's do been you have spots, Sam? No, I I love what I'm doing because Jamie is still a decision maker. I just get to enact, like right. like there's a show he does on Sundays. That is like a showcase show. Chocolate Sundays? Yes. <laughs> lab work. Every Sunday at 10 p.m. in the lab. Um, but he books it, but I get to be the one that sends that email that's like, hey, the booker, the improv wants to see it. So that's like right. what I, I like being the connector. I'm free at that time, by the way. <laughs> Come do it. Let's do it. Um, uh, but it's also, um, and part of the reason Sam's been great already, and part of the reason that um, uh, she was a great fit for the job was she knows the comedy Sorry, world. Sorry, Amber. Right. <laughs> Amber does too, uh, but the biggest thing with Amber, we don't have to get into that. But Amber was a top, top choice, and uh, Amber is difficult. She's oh the best. My so God. difficult. Amber's a performer, and a lot of the people that were, were going for it were had aspirations right. of that. And Sam and Sam for them. years now has been working yeah. on 
she's so familiar with booking shows, organizing, organizing shows and what the whole protocol is. I think also, yeah, I think that is a huge thing. Not wanting to be a performer is a huge, huge thing because it just is a completely different perspective. Like you're not hungering for anything at that point. I can't play piano. I don't do jokes. Definitely not now. (laughs) I can't play piano. (laughs) Um, this is the two ways on the stage. But Sam is so familiar with, um, uh, that I've already seen a handful of comics that I, I maybe have seen their name around and I know they got some heat, but right. I wouldn't have seen. And so, um, there have been, and there's been times when like yeah, talent scout, basically like someone just dropped out for our eight o'clock show tonight. We need someone in two hours. Give me five names. And, and I booked that person and just like, can I drop one of the names? Sure. Mateo Lane. That was an amazing oh, yeah. There was a dropout on his show uh-huh. and he's in town. I know yeah. him from New York. It's been great to get some of my New York people see the right. bi-coastalness. Um, but he came in and Mateo's a, an amazing singer as well as a comic. Yeah, and I've seen this him. was on Van Jam. So he, he plays just... the piano as well? <laughs> oh, I saw that lineup. I saw that he was on the Van Jam Yeah, lineup. but yeah. He, he was like the perfect Van Jam comedian. Right. He, I feel like. I so feel like he embodied a lot of what you try to do with Van Jam. Yeah. And it was great to just be like, now Jamie knows him. Yeah. Uh, I've never been on Van Jam. <laughs> well, and you're not a bad singer. If you listen to the podcast, one is the loneliest number that you've ever known, et cetera. For the record, all you do is criticize the Spanglers. <laughs> For the record, yes. <laughs> For the album you were going to put out? I need you to. <laughs> <laughs> What? What? My, my wow, album you down with the Spangler. <laughs> whole album? That would be amazing. <laughs> down with the Spanglers is, is so double meaning too. Right. Twelve tracks. I'm, I'm down with the Spanglers. Twelve tracks of stop. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. There's no jokes here. <laughs> Track three. I don't care. Exactly. I don't care. You keep going. You can't care. You like, can't care. I think, and I was thinking about my checking in, I'm sorry, uh, and I'm reaching this point of, you know what? At a certain point, you have a vision and you just want to make it happen. You trust in it and right. people are going to like it or not like it. And you just have to be, when you know what you want, you have to let people know and be forward with it. And not everyone's going to like it. And that's how you create something. And right. people are What if it. nobody likes it? Then you stop doing it. Okay. You know what? Or you don't. Right. And there's going to be doing it. Yeah. Even though nobody likes it. Yeah. Cause you like it. Can I, I was going to bring this up and I, this is definitely opening a can of worms. Okay. Oh boy. And, but the other thing that happened that same night, I that, like worms, fried uh, worms, the same night that, um, I kind of lost it with, uh, one of the coworkers and we've since yes. made up. It's fine. Uh, a very close friend of mine, someone that I performed with my, I started performing comedy with in San Francisco. Okay. After the show, and he he had had many drinks. <clears throat> oh, boy. This is always a problem. You're going to love this, Sean, okay. because I think it corroborates your thinking. Oh, he's, he tried to put you in your place. He uh, was trying to be honest, and he was trying. He was, he was like, what do you, I thought it was a funny, he, by the way, he was laughing the entire show. Was it seemingly enjoying it, laughing? He's like, he's like, he's like, basically on this whole like anti comedy thing. Like the whole thing is that like you guys are so clueless uh, that uh, you don't know when to stop and that you just keep going. Right. And um, to the point where it's like, are you calling me delusional? Is this like a, a, a intervention? Are you intervening on my right. comedy? And that's it. Really, was an empowering moment for me. Where I was like, you know what? I you know it is not for everyone. I'm also not stupid. 
Like I'm not delusional. Like right. I know this conversation. Like I get it. I know when I'm on stage and I've seen a million shows. I've now produced shows. Right. I look back on shows in the past where like, absolutely. I was being self-indulgent, you know, right. but this is what that show is. We're taking chances. We're, did a couple of bits go on too long? I'm sure. But that I'm was sure. also the show that you went into the membrane, right? Was that? That's this, this show. No, no, that was two shows ago. The devil's membrane. And what the I'm not, fuck does that even there's no, mean? I'm lost, but, but go on, please. So, like, no, I'm not so stupid. this guy, right, right. Okay. I'm not that's stupid. what you're saying. I get, right. And if it wasn't for you, that's fine. Right. But, but he just kept going on. It's like, it was like where I have this confidence. Like I have been performing and producing comedy for 15 years. Right. And I, I'm trying to take like a, that, you know, uh, um, objective view of myself. Like, you, you know, I have to be my own critic. Right. And I don't want to be stupid to the point like where like, you know, when I take it serious when Sean or one of my best friends who see me like this is not also not <laughs> Sean like, or one of my best friends. <laughs> that isn't know, also part of one of my oldest friends. That, <laughs> but um, that doesn't play a character. On but a this podcast. is also not like a brand new show where I'm looking I for am playing a character. <laughs> and, you know, this this is a show I've been doing for three or four years. Right. This was like the eighth one in this run where he was like, I just want you to get better as an artist. And I was like, I do, too. I'm right. I'm my harshest critic and I've watched this even in the last eight shows since we restarted doing it weekly. I've watched us like we're like the third show. We're like, no, we have to be the Spanglers. Now let's get crazy. And we're anyway, like it's evolving. I was like, I'm not an idiot. Right. And I do know this is not for everyone. And I also, um, I've been doing this long enough. I, I consider myself an, an expert on comedy right. and I do have to hold myself to the highest standard. Like, right. and we are talking about, it is tough. Like I'm, I'm realizing I'm a performer and a producer and a booker. And those, sometimes those, uh, cross over and there's a, <laughs> sorry, I just want to interrupt you for a second and just say that Jamie, as he was talking <laughs> and gesturing, just hit his, bottle of water in Correct. front of him yes and then look down at it at like what's that doing there like yeah <laughs> it was a weird moment for sure <laughs> yeah 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 um, <laughs> i, was I like to give people a visual as well <laughs> yeah so go ahead jamie but just there, there's sometimes this conflict of interest and i'm more hyper aware than ever like you know i'm promoting my own show right and every time i do that i feel like you know there's you know 100 there's 140 shows here last month like, does it, is oh my it weird God. that I'm promoting a show and there's 140 and I should be actively promoting all of them? And right. so it is hard to separate. And I'm, I'm just, I don't know. I'm, I'm more hypercritical, but also, you know what? I'm just going to do what I'm going to do. People are going to hate. Good, good, good. That's but I also right don't want to be in like, I want people like, like if, if, if like if, if, am I being delusional and I know comics and I talk but about I this. Think, I think you have set up those characters in such a way that they're impervious to criticism, basically. Because if I say I don't find those people funny, you can go, yeah, well, that's the point. Right. Like, well, then hey, also, that's just your opinion, man. No, but, but also that's what they're supposed to be doing. Like they are supposed to be. Because it's kind funny. of, uh, I guess, well, wait, let's a little context. I'm not that familiar with the show. I don't, I've never seen this Spanglers and it is a, a, a sort of a, a lounge. Is it a lounge act or kinda. it's, it's kind of, it's a musical act and do you have it? Is it like, um, but in my head, Jamie, I think like, is it Donnie I mean, and Marie? I, I haven't seen it in years, so it may have changed. It's like then. Schmaltzy, but it's though. Jamie it's like going Vegas-y. like, who hears from out of town? Oh, hey, how's it going? Right. Like, in other words, it's anti-comedy. I, I think it's, 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 it's not what it, that. it's not what, but here's, I think the, the point you're making, Jamie, is that it's not quite what it was when it started because you've been doing it for three years now, five years and five it's, years. 
So like it's, said, it's like something I, different. And also it's just it's just a character study if, if nothing else. And it's right. it's it's not it's pure anti comedy. It's not like we're couple. we're not funny. It's a like dysfunctional couple. They're, okay. they're fucking getting weird and crazy and, right. and real. Dysfunctional and, Midwest couple that for some reason is hosting a show. I want to I, I would I have to go see it. see it again. I want to see it. Let's but just, just see it. to judge it and find it faulty. You know what? You know what? I think that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Sean and I will come see the next Spangler show or, it, or an upcoming Spangler show. Possibly the last one. This one. It won't be the last one. Jamie, no, we're Jamie will off. fucking beat no, this, this is my, horse till it's this was what I like, well beyond dead. When I was talking to my he friend. he loves this horse. This yeah, was like, horse what I came up him. with. Okay. Yeah. I said, at the end of the day, like, I don't care what you think. I am. This is so the guy good. who's had many drinks yes. at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I was like. He's All just I repeating know. himself because he's drunk, basically. Yeah. Well, does he? And on top of that, like, I had to call him an Uber from my phone because his phone had died. And <laughs> that's always my nightmare. Fuck this like, dude. I yeah. didn't know. I love. He's one of my, my, my oh, best okay. friends. Ever. Which means you get charged for his Uber. But then I also didn't have Uber on my new phone, so I'm now he's telling telling me these things, and I'm trying to sign up for it, and now I'm scanning <laughs> oh, my credit man. card while I'm that's defending. That's annoying. And we're slowly walking home, and then we I finally like scan my credit card, and Uber says it's coming. And he keeps going back to like, yeah, but I think artistically. And I'm like, no. And then like, where's this Uber? And then it it said Uber arriving now, but it didn't. And then there's four cars parked on my street and we're walking up to each one. They're like, no. And I have to call another Uber. And I'm just uh, like, I want to go to bed and not. Sorry, I am not your Uber, my friend. This is what it comes down to. It I think works is- because it's not funny. <laughs> you are impervious to criticism. I, F the haters. Everything can be criticized and everything it's you like what you like and you don't like but i like your hat all i know is through all the craziness through all the whirlwind <laughs> through all the insanity in my life the last two months every wednesday i have this one place where i get on stage with yes. vanessa who i love yes and we get to be ourselves, yes and it's the yes. happiest place for good me. and that's all no. that matters that's all that matters i think for anyone you find your happy yes. place you find the people that also think it's happy um, all I know is that any of these shows, like we're like, cause we have this after jam where anything can happen We've and heard. they've been, <laughs> a woman told a story about being molested on top oh, of the right. by a priest. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anything can happen. <laughs> and the, the last one was, was the most fun, but, um, we tell people, all right, the show's over. First of all, leave. the show's over. I'm going to talk about being molested right now. So you <laughs> might want to get out safe, of here. Oh, safe space. Remember yeah. safe space. We have not been calling it a safe space anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since that show, no, this is not a safe space for anyone. Uh, keep your I forgot about that. That's insane. Go ahead. So, but we're letting people. You can leave, and the room you're is allowed fun. to leave. <laughs> you are always allowed to leave. By the way, right. folks, if you want to take off, feel free. That's the, uh, folks, this is not a safe space. You are not allowed to leave. People are staying, and. There's been people that have never been to a show before right. who I talked to them after who've never been to a show before a show with involving the Spanglers right, or band. Right. Oh, never been or to com- a Spangler comedy. Show. And people want to be there. Right. And I, and I know that some people don't like it. And I or, felt like this was almost a safe space, but not quite safe. Anyway, I'm done. But, um, all we can do is find our happy place where we're just feel good and people will love it or hate it. Right. And with fresh baked cookies. With fresh baked cookies. Yeah. You guys serve cookies at your show? <laughs> they're available on our menu and they're fucking phenomenal. Uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm inviting Sean, who's one of my, he's one of my best friends. 
to the next Spangler show Great. or an upcoming Spangler show. I'm in. We're going to have improv cookies. I'm assuming I will not be performing on the show because I am no, you're completely gonna be an available member. at this point. You're going to be an audience member. <laughs> okay. You're going to be my date for the night. We're going to eat cookies. Not a fan of that. By the way, I just heard from somebody in New York who's going to be my date for something in May, and I'm very oh, excited about that. look at uh, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, you are performing here soon, though. On fielding show, maybe? Or did you already yes, do that? Yes, you're right. And that's so. not you saying... You're going out on a date. That's somebody else saying, no, I would like to be on a date. With I you. asked her if she would come to this thing with me and she just replied. Yes. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, 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 so what were we talking about? I'm done. I'm sorry. Back to Sam. Oh, I'm going to go see the show. Sean and I are going to go see a Spangler show. We're going to see what it is today as opposed to what it was back then. Cause Correct. it's something different. Yeah. We are allowed to heckle. We're going to have a great night. No, no, well, whatever. I I can't, I don't control you. Um, But uh, we're going to enjoy the show and have cookies and then we'll talk about it on the next podcast. Great. And you know what? If it, if it doesn't appeal to him, you know exactly that you're going to be like, you're going to um, be like, Hey, so what? Impervious, impervious to criticism. But I want the low show powers to hear. Sean's by the way, if we go, of the if we show go Wednesday, after. can I talk about something completely unrelated to this? Yeah. yeah. Um, Since you didn't check in. <laughs> right. Uh, so John Gabris is a guy that I improvise with sometimes. Right. Uh, very funny guy. I, I've listened to him I've many told times. Jamie about him a lot. So is he has a podcast Andy. called high and mighty. Great podcast. I've never listened to it. I have no idea, mm-hmm. but I did an episode of his podcast myself and a guy named Sean Clements and a guy from named, Hollywood handbook, another podcast correct, very and funny. a guy named Ben Rogers. We did an episode of Gabrus's podcast, which we devoted to talking up a television program called Banshee, which I have been a fan of for many, many years now. And it's about to debut its fourth season. Whoa. So there's three seasons that are out there. Fourth season starts very soon. I think April 1st. Cinemax? Cinemax. Cinemax. What a fun, awesome show. But so I did Gabrus's podcast. The people in charge of the show Banshee got word of us doing a podcast about it. And they're all going to be guests on the podcast now. So we're going to do and like gonna come back recaps on? every episode Whoa. with cast members slash writers. writers of the show. Oh, that's really cool. So awesome. So exciting. And they're having us go to myself, Sean Clements, Ben Rogers, John Gabris are invited to the, to the premiere. No, oh, to, to the, the premiere, premiere on Thursday night at. UTA, they're showing right. the episode before it airs on cinema. Oh, that's cool! That's really it's cool. awesome. It's very exciting. It's like all of a sudden, I love when the the the, the fan and the create the fan creator worlds collide. It's happening more and more. That's so. Cool. I also want to. So one of the guys who created the show is this guy Jonathan Tropper, who wrote. No, it's an act. It's an action show. Yes. It's a Cinemax, like it's what you would expect of a Cinemax show. Every episode has at least one crazy set piece fight scene. Fight, fight. right. 
I've heard the fight also are has good. at least one incredible sex scene. Whoa. <laughs> like yeah. Skinamax is Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, but this guy, Jonathan Tropper, who was one of the co-creators of the show, who's written a bunch of novels, he wrote a novel called This Is Where I Leave You, which was made into a movie about a family sitting Shiva after the father dies, I believe. Oh, it was a com- a comedy ensemble. Correct. Tina Fey. A lot of famous people. Yeah. People, ben yeah. Schwartz was in it. Ben Schwartz. Steve, um, Steve Carell? No. Mm, no, I don't think so. Luke Wilson. No. No. Fuck. Uh, was it, but a lot of it uh, Matthew Weiner's directorial debut? Was it? I don't even know that. Like that yeah. yeah. Uh, that would make sense to me. But anyway, so he he's written. But the reason I, I mentioned him specifically, I will have to mention this to him personally. Right. He grew up in Riverdale in the Bronx. Archie. Which is basically, no, not <laughs> not that Riverdale, uh, which is where I spent my entire high school was in that area of the Bronx. Wow. And then he lived in New Rochelle, which is my hometown. Mm. And so his novels are about people who live in towns like the town I grew up. Right. In. So you're going to, you're going to bond big time on I the, don't know. We'll see on the growing up. Stuff. I could be working on his next program. That's Whoa. how it works. Hello. That's how it works. <laughs> Putting it out there into the universe. Uh, how old is this dude? Would you guys have been, you would have been, no, like, he's younger than I am. He's oh, okay. He's like, um, handful of years, a couple of years younger than yeah. I am. Yeah. That's really cool. It's what is it, it's about cops? No. Uh yes, it is actually. <laughs> no, no, is it like mercen Why am I thinking like mercenaries? No, no it's not no, that. No, no. No, it is it's literally it's a cop show. I want to talk to him about it because it's so western in terms of its origins. It's literally a new sheriff comes to town. Right. People don't realize that this sheriff is not who he says he is. Mm-hmm. We still Secrets. don't know who this what this sheriff's name is, but he has been the sheriff now for three seasons. And it's uh, not an urban setting. It's a, it's rural. rural. Yeah. It's Pennsylvania right. somewhere. Modern day called the town is called Banshee. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, but so anyway, so check out Gabrus's podcast. It could be a <laughs> lot of fun. A listener already gave you some nice feedback and thanked you for talking about the show. Oh, really? Cause I guess you, so it's, it's, it's one of those shows where people watch it. But most people don't know about it. Nobody knows about Nobody it. Nobody knows like about it. Right. But but the, the fans that love it love it. Really love it. It's like got a Spanglers. huge there's very serious cult right. fan base. That's cool. I'll so check it out. you still have time to watch all three seasons before Binge season it. four don't starts. And season four is the last no. Well, the last season. Oh, this is the last one. Yeah. It's the last thing. Which I think is cool. Like I love when TV shows make the decision ahead of time. Right. You know, of like, okay, we're done. We've right. told all the stories we want to tell. Right. Let's wrap uh, it up. Spangler's time to make that decision. They did. Uh, all right. Well, this feels like a good place <laughs> to take a break. And we'll be back in a moment with a segment on the show that we like to call We're Back. Farting Shots. Yeah. Hi, I'm Cameron Esposito, and you've been listening to The Long Shot. You currently are, too. You're listening to it right now. We're back. You're listening to The Long Shot. It is a podcast. It is time for a segment on the show that we like to call 
parting farting shots. <laughs> no, that's not what we like to call it. We like to call it parting shots. Oh. So let's start today with Joe. I knew it. I have a very specific parting shot. I hope it still plays somewhat timely when this comes out. Um, this weekend saw the release of Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice. This weekend saw that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I'm speaking now. And uh, I saw it last night. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I saw it the night before Thursday night. And I am in the minority. But you I am very it. proud to say I loved that fucking movie. Uh-huh. I think it's amazing. I highly recommend it. I think the guy pulled it off. I've been reading several Which guy? Reviews. The guy who played Superman? The guy who uh, played Batman? I think everybody pulled Henry it off. Henry Cavill? The, the director is the most polarizing figure. There are some people who hate Zack who, Snyder's Zach movies. Snyder, yeah, yeah. Who, what else who broke do? through with 300. 300 uh, was it? The Watchmen? Was, Did he direct The Watchmen? Watchmen, 300. Is there a lot of content? I call it The Watchmen. Man, not Watchmen. <laughs> Man of Steel. He did the originals. That Man of Steel. Which everybody movie. hated. Which everybody hated. The guy, you know, it's love or hate with this guy. And I had read a bunch of the reviews before going to see it. Wonder Woman is in this movie. Yes. And she's super fucking cool. The the musical theme that was composed by Hans Israeli, Zimmer. Israeli woman, right? Yes. And Gail Gadot? Yeah. She's so fucking great in this. Her music that was composed, her theme, is really fucking cool. I've been listening to it on my walks already. Um, I think everything worked about the movie. From the director on, every performance I think is really on... Uh, um, Jesse Eisenberg. So everything that I've read in the review, in the negative reviews, every point, every everything you that's been cited, point. I liked it. Yeah. I had the exact opposite reaction, and and I often find with movies that, um, you know, I just never know which way I'm going to go. I'm pretty I'm pretty steady as far as like uh, it was okay. You know, I, I'm not somebody who gets really uh, um, either way about a movie, but. You know, but every now and then I just don't go for something that everybody loves. Like Guardians of the Galaxy, I was like, meh, you know, and everyone thought it was the second coming. So it's just funny. To I me thought it was case. the second coming. Well, <laughs> people loved it. Did everyone it. loved it. Second coming, by the way, not as good as the first coming. I thought it was a mess. I thought Guardians of the Galaxy was a mess. It had fun moments, but I thought it was a mess. I think this movie really works. And I'm just curious to find the other people who feel like that i had a friend on facebook already who was like yeah i liked it too i'm in shock i can't believe it it's nice when you go see a movie and it's good and it's good and i and i think people are piling on it already i like i was saying i was reading all the reviews the basic consensus was it's a mess it's too long it's too loud the fight scenes are uh, you know sloppy or hard to follow like all, like all these movies it's too much too much too much that was one of the things that i loved about avengers i have not seen age of ultron but right. The first Avengers movie, I felt like the fight scenes, you could see what right, was going on. Right. And I was like, oh, this never happens anymore. The, like, the, fight scenes are always just a blur. The action in this is great. And when you see, I mean, it is every comic book nerd's fantasy come to life. When you see Superman, this is the holy trinity of DC superheroes, Superman, Batman, Batman and Wonder Jesus. Woman. All taking on Jesus did not pop in. Yeah. Uh, uh, all not taking great on comic books about Jesus. <laughs> no, but one really good book about him. <laughs> Today's episode brought to you by the Bible. Uh, when you see these three characters take on the main monster at the end, it's really thrilling. And um, I, I was uh, everyone's good in it. 
um, Jeremy Irons is uh, Alfred. Great little comic. By the way, I saw Jeremy Irons as Richard the third in England. Wow. In like two. Th- no, no, no. Not even 2019, 87. Wow. That's real different. And he was horrible. <laughs> oh. He was such a ham. Uh. Guess what? And now how many years later, he's one of the, the most respected performers. Uh, and so he evolved. But he was he was very famous back then as well. I mean, right. that was the whole that was the whole thing. Um, Richard the Third, Jesse Eisenberg. I think terrible. Jesse Eisenberg. Everyone's hating on him. It's the they're like, oh, it's like a subpar. You know, he's trying to do a Heath Ledger Heath Ledger Joker thing. I think he's amazing, and he's he's really not the Joker, scary. though, right? No, no, he's plays like Lex Luthor's, Luthor's yeah. son, actually. Um, and he he, the, I was watching the character, and I'm like, oh, he's he's genuinely mentally imbalanced. Like he seems bipolar because most of his performance is manic. And it actually made me think of the bipolar people I know. And it was scary. I like, I think, I think he's genuinely scary in the movie. And, um, anyway, low show po listeners, let me know highly you, recommend from Joe. Wagner. If you go see the movie, let me know what you think. I would Hashtag love to discuss I liked it. it too. Oh, you saw it. Yeah. You saw it. I'm just saying, Followers can tweet. Oh, hashtag I, liked, hashtag it too. I liked it too. Let's come together. So you have not seen it. No. Okay. I'm nobody an has anybody here seen it? No, no. nobody's seen it. You would no. have said. Okay. Go see it. Thank you. Uh, okay. Sam. Well, parting shots. Um, I have one. I have. I have one. Okay. Um. So you sound very proud of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of one. I feel like exciting. Um, Great. Okay. So I feel like when you first come to Hollywood. Uh, it can be really intimidating because you feel like everybody already has their friends that they work with and how are you going to get a shot or whatever. Right. Um, when I first came to Hollywood. You're saying that because you work with Jamie? <laughs> your well, when I first came to Hollywood 10 years ago, I wanted to be some kind of comedy producer thing. I solidified into booking right. maybe seven, six years ago. Um, and concurrently, I also found the long shot and... It was one of the, I was an early podcast fan and adapter and the long shot has always been, uh, one of the solid pieces in the arsenal. Nick, you're sweet. Nick, you're sweet. Here. Um, and so it's interesting cause I, in trying to become a booker, um, I learned that the best thing to do is go from fan to coworker. So I, I eventually I reached out the courage to do it with you guys. I was able to get t-shirts and some photos and stuff. And that was fun. Um, and, you know, work more with Jamie and build our working relationship. And then, you know, full circle. Now I feel like I am doing like my dream job or the closest to the dream job that right. I had. And it your dream job is working for Jamie. <laughs> You're not alone. Uh, so all of everyone else out there, <laughs> once I have my own uh, uh, media empire, uh, right. there's going to be jobs for everyone. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it just, I feel like when you see that stuff from the outside, it feels very narcissistic and it feels very, what's that word when it's like uh, a click click, but lo- no, like where it's like indebted to you because you're friends with somebody entitled entitled, but no, like that comeuppance. I can't beaver like the family thing. What's it called? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Where you are given a job because it, you have oh, to nepotism. Be. Yeah. That it one. feels very nepotistic and not fair and stuff like that. Right. And I feel like going through this experience and especially, uh, concurrent with getting this dream job, 
coming to LA back and experience to, back, to back to LA. I'm from here. Spelunking. <laughs> That's my thing. <laughs> but I've been able to experience LA hey. as I feel like most people do because I'm from here. Right. But I was able to experience it as someone who came to LA for their big dream job. Right. Um. So it's it's interesting to now see it from this perspective, how it does feel. It feels really natural and it feels like, um, you know, me and Jamie working together makes a lot of sense. We're very yin yang with the way we work. Right. And um, distasteful. <laughs> Who's yin? Who's yang? Uh, I'm, trade off. I'm the dark one. <laughs> I'm, we are a good cop, bad cop, and I'm the bad cop. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess I guess it just, you know, it. May, I guess my parting shot is that it, if you have a dream, it may seem unattainable, but if you uh, work hard and work yes. and tell the people that you want to work with that you want to work with them, you know, it could happen right. and it could happen really. Well. I was the secret say. works, folks. The secret I will works. I'm applauding I, that. Congratulations, Sam. It's this beautiful. is um, and the world and Israel. And the world is thank you. <laughs> Speaking of Israel. <laughs> I um this really is you know you hear like you know let people know what you want to do and Sam is like almost like then that, that's I talk about in the gatekeeper podcast here too it's like persistence mm-hmm. versus being annoying right and Sam for the last several years has been like told me like I don't know if it's on your calendar it was on your calendar like every three months just whether well, it's an email or just mm-hmm. if anything opens up calendar um I just yeah, wanted to make sure it was always Canada. in the whirlwind. And so literally uh, like a week before I got the official okay to, to um, get an assistant, get an assistant. I got that note from Sam. Like I'm thinking about coming back from New York. Right. I still would love to to do something. And so when I got that, okay, she was the first person I emailed was like, Hey, something's actually opening. So if you can interview, and it was always in the back of my mind. And there was a few people that right. did that same thing too that I always kept in mind. It, it makes me sorry, Amber. It makes me. It <laughs> makes Amber. me think that uh, it makes me think about the fact that when people come to LA, I think especially when you're trying to be like I'm, I'm cool and and I'm not like green or anything. That's how I moved out here. Well, you know, when you first come in, you're like, I just want to fit in, and and I What's think up, it's very fuckers? easy. I'm cool. <laughs> it's very easy for you for for the person to go. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I hate networking or I'm not good at networking. Cause if I network, I feel like it's all fake. Everyone's being fake. Like you can get, you can actually build a reaction of, uh, to networking, a negative reaction where you're like, I don't want to be fake. And the fact is, is that you can do networking and not be fake. Like you shouldn't be afraid to network. Like networking shouldn't be something that you back away from because you can do it in a very smart way, which I think Jamie is saying that as far as Sam, the way you would do it is very strategic, consistent. <laughs> and in a way where like you, you have to, ne- if you don't <laughs> network, it won't happen. Like you have to put yourself through that and you have to figure out the right way to do it without thinking that you're just being like, weird or phony or whatever that's why i'm doing this banshee podcast <laughs> see that's how it happens and it happens Absolutely. through genuine you're a genuine fan of that show Correct. they heard it and people who make stuff they want to work with the people who like their stuff yeah. so Plus, if think, you get that across it really helps i also think that networking like i hate networking and i uh well because it can be that. exhausting but i think that i think really what networking is is it, it's friendships that start with a purpose, you know, like right. and something it, shared. Genuine. Yeah. And that's the only thing that Sincerely. makes it different from making friends. I don't really know how to make friends normally. I don't think, right. but like 
that's all networking is, is making friends because of some specific thing. Right. And it's also wanting to help things that you like. And I've seen it time and time again. I was even thinking about just help. now. It's like long shot started with, uh, as far as my relationship with Eddie was like, I thought he was so funny. Right. Um, you to started do making videos with him. With him right. I was like, I want to help you make a podcast <clears throat> and I wouldn't be here with this ragtag bunch. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so random, but it was because I was in the same way. Um, um, Andrew is producing this podcast. He's like, if you find people that are competent and genuinely interested and want to help with you, you want to work with them and that's right. how you build. And if you or, can't, or he wants to work with us. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> if you can't, then, you know, you say, yeah. okay, Andrew, you no, but everyone out. wants help. And if you can, when I first got to LA, the first thing I did was people were like this garage comedy show. That's the one. If you find people that are competent and know what they're doing and have a purpose, that's not our show. <laughs> You have found something else. Move on. Thank you. Hot room. Now the first thing Hot I did. Hot room. Flipped it. Flipped it. Hot room. Thank I you. wrote to this show, Garage Comedy, when I got to LA because I wanted stage time. But also like I looked, went to their website and it was god awful. Right. And I had basic WordPress skills and I was like, hey, like, can I help you with your website? Right. And that got me on stage where I bombed several times. But uh, that and that built helped build the relationships I still have. And it's just. Find the stuff you love and donate your time to help. Yeah, those right. garage comedy people have all gone on to be. Well, never mind. Well, they're making stuff. Kulab has had much success. Yeah, not to be great. mistaken with Comedy Garage. Uh, all right. <laughs> which they can be. Great. Jamie, parting shots. It's funny. I um. Is it or is it not? I don't know anymore. <laughs> no. I leave that to the fucking universe to decide. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to talk about um. You know that famous iconic shot of a bunch of workers on a skyscraper from like the 1920s or 30s and they're, they're eating lunch and they're like in New York, right? Yeah. yeah. Hanging on like, like fucking. Right. There's like 15 of them all sitting on yeah. a beam. And right. if one of them just scooted the wrong way, they're dropping to their death. Uh huh. I think that's oversimplification, but they probably hit some bars on sure. the way down. Yeah. But they're just hanging right over the middle of nowhere. What if one of them farted? <laughs> <laughs> farting shots. <laughs> farting shots. I just wanted to make you laugh. <laughs> well, mission accomplished. Because <laughs> now I can't get an image yeah, of all these was, beheaded fellas. Yeah, one of those like super gassy. Frankie! Well, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh! <laughs> they were eating a lot of beans at that time. They were. <laughs> High protein lunches in those sandwiches. I think Lunchbox. the winds take the smell. Away. I just don't feel like uh, people have given enough uh, time and uh, attention to that. That's a crazy thing. There was a time where people would just sit on a beam, right, and could fall to their death, and like they were also brave. I think they're heroes, and we should give them uh, the respect that they're due. Guys that basically build buildings. Please give respect to the, the iron workers buildings. from the Empire State Building. Yeah. We've um, all been dead for 50 years. <laughs> well, one guy fell. Remember we talked? Didn't we mention this guy? Oh, no. Um, Recently. And I think that's wrought iron. That guy, a guy fell from the tallest building that's being built in LA right now. He's fell, oh, shit. He fell 53 stories. On purpose? Landed on a car. Ugh. That's what LA is all about. Stories. Um, do you guys watch Daredevil? <laughs> do you guys watch Daredevil? No. It's a Marvel nope. show. Second season just started I with just The started. Punisher and Elektra. I know he's blind. Yeah. But very sensory. Yeah, he's, very, um, he's got very a zen, hot body like, too. Yeah, his other he's senses really are body. so strong. Right. 
And it's not typically a show I would watch. I don't like super. He's Catholic minded, by the way. But the second, there was a scene and I, because I'm not savvy enough to understand fighting scenes and how they've evolved right. in the superhero realm, mm-hmm. but there's a scene in a building where he's just taking out a, a biker gang one by, by one. Four. Right. That was just, it looked like a video game. Yeah. And I was like, this is insanely cool. Like, to me it was, but maybe in, in, I don't know, in the context of that world. Right. So for no, me. It is known for its action. The series. Check out Banshee, everybody. Yeah. Banshee. Banshee. And then. Too. Cause they fuck on that one. Sam, you kind of, um, you already kind of gave an inspirational thing. I don't know if that's what you're doing. Do you have another one? Oh yeah. I forgot. Uh, A mini nugget. A mini nugget. Cause you already gave us a big old boulder. (laughs) Um, success is about relationships is what it boils down to. Right. Yeah. But also a mini nugget. Homelessness can be good. (laughs) Oh, tell that to the homeless people. I I just, I feel like all of Skid Row (laughs) just went, Fuck yeah. you! Yeah. Well, Why are we even listening to this podcast? <laughs> Why do they play? Hey, by the way, send us some pictures at the mission. What if we started getting a bunch of pictures from Skid Row, <laughs> listening to the long shot while yelling at a fucking group of vacationers on Main Street? <laughs> oh God, that's dark. Yeah, that's the most. So incredible. why is homeless? Uh, why is being homeless good? Well, I, yeah, being homeless if you have a support system, it's a very uh, specific kind of place to be in but i just i felt like i the one thing that was great about new york were the people i understand i understand more people mean by like fake real i don't think ellie's fake but everybody here's busy because they're going after their dream right whereas in new york there's less dreams to chase so there's more time to be a real person um but i feel like during my homelessness spell i was able to like reach different levels of friendships with people because they were opening their homes, they were opening right. their couches. And, you know, it was just, it was really, uh, I don't think I would have had that experience and been a little bit more grounded if I had just, you know, gone into credit card debt and gotten an apartment or right. stayed at some CD motel. Like it was, it was good to be without anything because a, I, you know, I have a support system where I'm not going to be like, not able to buy ramen or not right. able to get on a bus. I was able to do stuff. Um, and yeah, it just, it's, it's good to suffer. I think every once in a while. Cause you got to see that you could be supported basically that your friends would be there. For yeah. You. That you're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. <laughs> again, Except when I again, I was alone. Relationships. Mm-hmm. That's it's right. about relationships. Work mm-hmm. on your relationships, everybody. Folks, this is The Long Shot. It is a podcast. You have been listening to it. For Joe Wagner, <laughs> Jamie Flam, and Sam Varela. My name is Sean Conroy. And goodbye. See you next time on The Long Shot. <laughs> <laughs>